But then I kept drinking, oh. and then all I, all I remember is waking up the next day in the middle of the floor of the party, just laying there. <laughs> and I walked home. I just walked home. That was it. Smooth. Yeah, literally. Really smooth. Literally. They probably were having a party around my, like, corpse lay- <laughs> just laying on the fucking ground. <laughs> like, oh, Turbo, you good? Yeah, not really, but fuck him. <laughs> I swear I went to Blue Mountain State. Hello, anybody and everybody. My name is Cody Wilkinson, and welcome to episode 10 of Cody Cast 101. If you haven't heard episode 9, then do me a favor and give it a listen. Ashley Bright is one of my personal role models, and his work in the community of Central Wyoming is extraordinary. Thank you, Ashley, for everything you and your organization has done and continues to do for the youth of our great state. Now, my next guest takes his podcast on a complete 180. His name is Grant Tuberty. Tubes, as he's known to me, and Turbo, as he's known to his fellow delinquents. He was one of three high school football players from my hometown, including myself, to go on to the next level at Black Hill State. And with this commonality, we became good friends throughout our college years. In part one of our conversation, we share some wild stories from our years in college and discuss the stark differences in our respective programs to our phenomenal high school football program. So, without further ado, please welcome Grant Tuberty. Hello. We are back, and uh, I'm here with uh, Grant Tuberty. <laughs> What's up? Welcome, dude. Thanks for doing this, man. For sure. Um, we're in my bedroom again, and uh, he asked about my skateboard here I got and I figured it'd be the best perfect way to start to, to start it so this is a red skateboard with like a really cool insignia and like a bird like vulture skull, skull yeah, or yeah. something yeah and uh it's a Tony Hawk skateboard and it's got it's signed by Tony Hawk on on the top of it and uh I got this during uh junior olympics ski racing oh uh the first year I went was 2010, and they uh, they have like a bunch of like extracurricular like Stuff community to activities to do. So what they did was they divvied up everybody into groups from like around the country. Around yeah, because there was where's this at? This was in Vail. Vail. Okay. Yeah, the first okay. one I did was Vail. The second one was Winter Park. Okay. Um. And. Uh, there was groups of like divvied up from eighteen different states, yeah. all the kids, and I think there was like twelve or fifteen or ten groups, like people, people per group. Yeah. And throughout the entire like week of the of the race, there were these like activities and like mm-hmm. points. So you did like this and this and this, you'd get points for your team. And since I was the only person from Wyoming, mm-hmm. from Casper, yeah. uh our hotel was like a half an hour outside of the city so like i wasn't a part of any of it i did like the bare minimum yeah. to like participate in these yeah. like points for my team and my team won we got first place <laughs> like <laughs> super randomly and the year before they were gifted skis Damn. they got like a brand new nice, pair of skis nice, yeah. like super nice skis and this year i don't remember why but like the the distributor had yeah. like a problem or something so 
the director of the entire program was friends with Tony Hawk. Oh, so she okay. got all of us signed skateboards. That's pretty lit. And I've just had this wrapped in saran wrap in my room to like protect it. Yeah. And I, I like how raw it is. There's no grip tape on it at all. Like, Nothing. It's so like, it's, it's just, just a wood. straight board. It's just wood. Yeah. And I don't think I'll ever put wheels on it. Oh, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, it's cool how it's so raw like that. It's yeah. Just a straight deck. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've... I joked around that, like, after Tony Hawk dies, I'm going to sell it for, like, $50,000. <laughs> but, I mean, either way, it's a pretty cool mental. Yeah, it's so. cool. That's lit. That's fucking I'm going to take it with me. Yeah. Yeah, dude, hang it. Yeah, it would be cool. With you. Put, in some, put it, like, in a glass shadow box or something. Hang yeah. It. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd, that'd, be, be, that'd cool. be cool. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You never skateboarded, did you? I mean, like, I've skateboarded, like, just fucking around. Yeah. I've never, like, actually skateboarded. Gone to a skate park like twice, but yeah, nothing more than that. Yeah, you just got a longboard, yeah, dude. Longboarding is the thing, dude. The cool the longboarding is really fun, not gonna lie. Like, how I started longboarding, I guess, is in I live in Spearfish, all right, you know. So, there's this canyon, and it's pretty like it's not steep, but it's not like flat. It's, it's not got a hill. downhill, it's a grade. little just a slight downhill yeah. grade, not very much. So, what you do is you just have someone drive you like halfway there I'm, I'm not exactly sure it's a couple miles from there to like to my house but with the way it is you can literally just weave back and forth all the way down nice. from the canyon straight to your front my front door so like that's how i got started doing it and like especially like on a night where there's a full moon you just put some ear put some earbuds in listen to some chill music there's no cars on the road, so you can sk- you can longboard right in the middle of the road and just carve back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, and you never get yeah. too fast. No, to no, lose control. No, and if you do, I mean, you can just run off. It's not it's yeah. not scary fast, but yeah. yeah, it's a good it's a good vibe. It's a very very good time. Yeah, so um, I actually I have a longboard as well, and I got this ironically at a ski, um, like auction that yeah. the Castmine Racers. Uh, <laughs> did every that's year. so random yeah, yeah I'm two like the two skate yeah. things i had just so, skate, that's so random. Really random yeah but i uh we were at the event center at casper event center at this place and um at the auction and i like beg my mom like please like i want to get a longboard it's so cool because <laughs> the older racers yeah. on the team were really into it mm-hmm. so i wanted to be into it too yeah. obviously and just you know and uh i got i i, I got the longboard and um at the event center, it's like where we have um, indoor football, like mm-hmm. arena football, and it's just big like arena yeah, where concrete. it's just pure flat, smooth concrete. Ooh, I had to so I took it out on the on the thing and just like <laughs> cruised. Oh, I bet I bet it's smooth. Yeah, as and it like... feels so good when you have like smooth concrete mm-hmm. instead of like the asphalt from roads because yeah. your feet go numb. Yeah, they're vibrating it's vibrating so much. so much. Yeah, that was really annoying, but like. When it's smooth, it feels good. Oh, it's crazy. It's it feels crazy. Really it good. feels like you're floating almost. Yeah. It's like, just like, it's crazy. exactly why I like it. It's, longboarding is fun. It's a lot like snowboarding, honestly. Like the way the mechanics of it, yeah. the way it works. If you can snowboard, you can longboard. Yeah. Or vice versa, too. If yeah. you can longboard, you can snowboard. And I've never snowboarded before. It literally feels exactly like longboarding, yeah. pretty much. Other than having your feet bound in, like just like the carving, yeah. the carving mechanics feels the same. Yeah. It's really interesting. And the longboard I've got. I mean, this and this was like 2012, yeah, 2013 when I got this thing. So it's old. Yeah. I, like it's been in my garage for years, and I, I cracked it open this summer again. And when I get past a certain speed, mm-hmm. it gets way too twitchy. 
and way too sensitive. I know what you're saying. So it kind of freaks me out, and yeah. I don't really want to mess with that. So I want to take it to like a boarding shop and have them tune it up. Yeah, get the yeah, yeah. And like maybe get some better wheels or something. Something, yeah. So it's a little safer. I feel that because I uh, get the speed wobbles. Speed wobbles. It's not even speed wobbles. It's it's what I'm trying because I'll like carve to like maintain my speed yeah. and control it, but. I'll try and carve, and it goes like. Oh, it goes right away. Yeah, it's it's like just pulls. It's too sensitive. Yeah, and then it's too easy to do, um, leaning back turns, and it's too Uh, hard to do leaning forward turns. So I want to I want to get that fixed, but. I mean, I don't really. My mom like hates the fact that I longboard. She, (laughs) I mean, she is convinced I'm gonna crack my skull open (laughs) and die on Casper Mountain Road. Oh, going 50. Dude, that would be like, that would be scary as hell. Can you imagine never... longboarding down that? Dude, people do. Shit. People do. Yeah, I know, they have like the gloves where they can like yeah. plant. Oh. Yeah, like I'm not that's that a general. Yeah, dude, I don't, that's, that's I a don't general. feel the need to like put my body in that much water. It's like, like the opposite reason why I longboard. I longboard to like chill out. That's like death defying type shit. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's all I want a longboard Yeah, for. to chill. Just yeah, have a good time. Put a podcast on or put some music on mm-hmm. and just go, go a little bit. Yep. Either way, um, it's at Winter Park right now, and it's probably gonna stay there. Just to lean it against the door. But, Ready uh, to be used. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So comparing snowboarding to longboarding, and going to skiing, skiing is infinitely better. Like snowboarding. I wouldn't know because I've never skied. For the record. <laughs> For the record. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I love skiing. Yeah, I'd like to try it out. I've heard it helps you get better at football, honestly, because it keeps your hips and well, playing defensive back at least. Huh. Because you, if you're forced to keep your hips forward, and it's kind of the yeah. same thought process playing DB is you don't want to you don't want to open your hips until you're forced to. Hmm. So yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, one one of the things for. In like really tight quarters or like mobile mm-hmm. skiing mm-hmm. is you're going boom 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 like you're, yeah, you're switching your hips and your an- and your ankles hips, and you're yeah. flipping your ankles and and your whole body really fast but you mm-hmm. keep your upper body like Straight stable down, and down. phasing yeah, yeah. so you use your poles to like balance off of it but I mean your legs are moving and mm-hmm. it's I mean I it's like switching your hips for DB yeah. to like run backwards it's the exact same motion. the same motion yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it for sure. I see. The I think this. I think next winter, instead of snowboarding, I'm gonna try skiing. You should. I'll crash a few times, but we'll we'll get there eventually. Yeah, I think the learning curve is a lot steeper for skiing than snowboarding. Mm-hmm. What's the What's the saying they say? Like, it's easier to pick up skiing, but hard. It's easier to start skiing, but harder to do more difficult things on it. But it's harder to start snowboarding, but easier to do like tricks and shit on it. So. I would say it's yeah. the opposite, but I would agree with the tricks. Yeah. So I think it's easier to do tricks on a snowboard. Yeah, your feet are connected. But I think it's easier to be okay at snowboarding. Yeah. And it's harder to get like to do like big mountain stuff. Yeah. And like shoots, like I would I would never feel comfortable on a snowboard doing shoots because my feet are stuck together. You know. Yeah. Um, you bite the edge, you're tumbling. Yeah, but and then I've heard that like it's and I mean I grew up on skis, so yeah. I never even went through this process. Yeah. So I don't remember it, but I've heard that it's harder to learn how to ski. But once you get the hang of it, then you can do a lot do more it. stuff. Okay, that makes it. sense. And it has to be interesting having poles in your hand. 
I mean, I feel, I don't, I mean, some people feel naked without them. Some people don't. Like, I don't really mind them. I don't need them. Yeah. But I want them because it's a, it's a stabilizer. So, like, you, you're holding the top of a pole with yeah, your, you can, your hand. But when you move it, you feel the weight, like, the tip of the weight. Yeah, where it's, the, like, yeah. Pull. So, like, and you can, you know, obviously pull the ground with it. But it's, I mean, when, when I'm carving, like, I'll drag my pole on the ground behind me as, like, a stabilizer. Hmm. Kind of like a... What, what's a like a third like a training wheel type yeah, thing where like yeah, it's just one yeah. extra connection to the ground yeah. to keep you stable and it's like, like a fin on a boat almost kind of that's yeah. what I was thinking of yeah, yeah it's like a fin on a boat so yeah that is interesting the one thing about that's nice about skis if you get to a flat space you can you don't got to take your skis off <laughs> you get a flat space on snowboard you're screwed <laughs> like you're not going anywhere every time I like fly past snowboarders just on a cat track I literally. laugh internally <sighs> suck it. I'm, I'm cruising past this and you're like suffering, hopping, <laughs> hopping or like walking. Some people just yeah. like get out just of there. Just call it good. Like, all right, this ain't it. Yeah. I just, um, I don't understand why you'd ever snowboard over skiing. I don't know, man. I just, I, no, I just, that's how I started. It's just, yeah. I never just started snowboarding. And that's not even a question to you. It's just a question to everybody. And people in general. Yeah. I feel it. How, like, I mean, I get it. Like, it's just another form of extreme sports. Mm-hmm. But if you could ski, yeah, why would you not? Because it's so much better in every single way know. possible. And that's I'm not. That's this is, this is a coming shot. from very unbiased opinion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. I feel like I'm gonna freak out to begin with having my feet separated. Just kind of think I'm gonna like do the splits or something. Yeah, but after after good. after we get past that, I think we'll be all right. Yeah. No, it's it's not that bad. Again, super unbiased opinion. And it has to be weird facing forward going downhill. Like it has to be weird not facing forward going downhill. True. I can't imagine. It is. It is like, weird. It is very not being able to control your whole body. I just. Yeah. I have. You have to like. It's weird. Is like when the points when you have your back turned to the hill and you're like trying to slow. Like I mean, you can slow down by using the front edge or the back yeah. edge of your board. If you're like facing backwards, I mean, like. It's a weird feeling, I guess. It just I just don't I've never experienced just like straight down, yeah. you know. <laughs> we call it figure elevens. Figure elevens. You got two skis. Uh -huh. So you just go straight, straight down yeah. and you make elevens all the way down. All the way down. And we would do that um at the top of dreadnought. Oh boy, you have to get some just speed just on that. Straight down. Yeah. And we it, it would take ten seconds to get Oh down yeah, of course. It's probably just like you know, but <laughs> Hoganon is a great area. It is a nice one. It's very nice. To, to learn on, specifically. Uh -huh. I thought it was like, it's the perfect mountain because it's small and accessible. You can get everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. There's pretty one quick. way. Yeah. Um, you can lap a lot as well. So you don't have to... There's no quo. There's no lines in that, in that yeah. matter lines. Yeah. Um, you don't have to... Well, there's no lines, but you don't have to like spend 10 minutes on the lift for every ride. True. Because... Like, some of the, like, bigger rides on those bigger mountains, like, you gotta go a ways up, you know? They're, mm -hmm. like, 50, 60 poles. Yeah. Uh, towers, I mean, so... Towers, yeah. But, yeah, it's... It's also a nice perk knowing the the director of the ski area. I bet that helps. And, like, all the <laughs> ski patrol people, too, because... I bet that helps. They used to be my coaches. Yeah. So, I... The last, like, three or four winters, when I go up there, I literally... 
I walk in, I say hi to the receptionist lady who gives tickets out to people. Yeah. And I walk through the back door, and I walk in the main office, and I poke my head in, like, hey, what's up, Chris? And then I plop my bag down there, and I put my stuff on, and <laughs> the receptionist lady gives me a ticket, and I just go skiing. <laughs> the hookup. <laughs> so, perks of... I don't even know what that is. Having connections. Connections. That's the most important thing in life, yeah. honestly. Like, being able to network, have yeah. connections. It takes you a lot further than any degree or any education like that. If you know the right people, you can get anywhere. It's all about who you know. Literally, all about who you know. That's the phrase for a reason. Yeah. Holy Cross was really big on networking. Oh, I bet. Really. Now, that's the East Coast. That's an East Coast yeah. kind of vibe, yeah. Yeah. Um, we had... a. Uh, during camp every year we had so our let's take another, another step back um holy cross football program has this thing called the 90 wide mentorship program huh. so um football alumni sign up to be mentors wow. and there's like 150 mentors for 90 players damn so i have my mentor is the only other wyoming resident to ever go to holy what? cross do you play football too yeah he was no from jackson fucking hole way. Yeah. That's wild. And uh, Bill Maloney, shout out to him. He's an awesome dude. He basically, like, gave him the opportunity. His name's Travis Thompson. He basically just gave Travis the opportunity to go to Holy Cross. Like, really? here, like you don't have this or that going on. Like, he had, like, he blew out his knees senior year, so he didn't get to play his senior year. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't really sure if he could play college football or not. But um, Bill Maloney isn't from Wyoming, but he, he lives in Jackson Hole. Mm-hmm. So that's how he knew that. He got that connection, you know. He just knew him, and uh, Travis was able to play. He he graduated in, like, 01 or 02. He's from Wyoming? He's yeah. a Jackson kid? Yeah, yeah, he's from Jackson. So that's my mentor, and he's an awesome guy. Um, he's helped me out a lot, just yeah. just talking and getting his perspective. And right as I'm starting my job search now, I need to get back to him and, like, yeah. finally tell him. Because he's been waiting for me to get back to him. Like, what does he right. work in? He, uh, he works for a startup. Um, it's like a startup... Um, like a, they're they're working on they're working on cancer research. Okay. And uh, I think he's he's an accountant. It's pretty legit. But they're working on the cure for cancer, basically. I don't know specifically what cancer it is. Yeah. But just something. it's like a biotech firm or something yeah. like that. I mean, he's up there. He's got great family. He's great, you know, settled in Massachusetts and all that. Yeah. So respect. Yeah. Respect. Um, yeah, it sounds like your school is a legit program. I mean, damn, just having that, like, it's going to breed success in the future, having yeah. a mentorship like that. Yeah. I mean, our former networking was the bar and parties, but. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what, football programs are kind of hit or miss. Yeah. You know, because they're true, gonna, very true. Like, as, when they're recruiting you, they're going to lie, of course. We're, like, the greatest thing ever. Of like, course. You're going to be a millionaire if you go to school here. Yeah. Like, it's gonna, a job. You're going to play 45 games <laughs> in your career and start yeah. everything and be the They're going to sweet talk you. And is any of that true? Oh, hell no. No. Hell no. Hell no. You get that. That's the thing is like all the shit you hear when you're getting recruited, then you show up. It's like, oh, this is reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's not, it's not like that with every program. It's not like that with every coach. It's not like that with every player. Literally. In general, if you are trying to get recruited to to college football or to college sports in general like yeah take everything they say with a grain of salt <laughs> yeah and, and especially if like like i was you know an only child like i didn't have yeah um like an older sibling to like 
show my parents how to how, recruit me. Because, what happens, yeah. Like, your Same. parents are a huge factor in getting recruited because mm. they, like, show you how to do things and show you what... Like, Explain what the process, like. yeah. And, like, they had... My parents had no idea what college football recruiting was. Literally. Like. So we were super late to the party. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we got this, um, like online profile type, like account with this yeah 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 i think i told you about that i yeah. remember i don't remember what the thing was yeah called. i think that's csa had something like that. yeah, well, yeah, 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 CSA. yeah yeah i think something like that and yeah. holy cross just messaged me too. through that okay yeah that's how i got first contacted by some of the schools not yeah. by the schools i went to but yeah some of them um but i mean i just they contacted me it was a and it's actually funny because they're called holy cross yeah and as a and everybody who listens to this knows I am not a religious guy. So I saw like, ah, shit. I saw a message from Holy Cross football, and I told my mom, "Okay, there is no shot. I'm reading this place. Like, they're gonna just. I'm gonna have to go to church every day or whatever. Like, I didn't know anything. And my mom was like, Cody, this is a great school. Give it a chance. Like, give it a chance. Whatever. And we when we went on my visit, it was. Uh, really cool place oh, that's just, cool. like this is I wanted to go on the east coast I wanted to get out mm-hmm. and that was really the only legit offer I had so that's I a ways yeah it. and in part I'm it kind of sucks because that was the only it was like Holy Cross or like not the east coast yeah it was, it was like yeah, local, local or local. Black Hills yeah. or Colorado School Mines was the second choice that's I nice had, hell of an engineer <laughs> yeah, and I didn't really want to be an engineer. Yeah, dude, you know, that. so I didn't want to like. I'm not. I didn't really like school. Like, yeah. I did. Like, I showed up and could get A's and B's. Like, mm-hmm. my mom would. She uh, she tells this about me. And my sister it was. Um, we could roll out of bed and get A's and B's, <laughs> and especially at a public school in mm. Casper, Wyoming. Oh, easy. As long as you go up and try. As long as you show up and somewhat try, you're going to pass school. You're going to be fine. And it's the same thing at college. Literally. That's the thing people make too big of a deal about it. Like, if you're there paying attention, you're going to pass. As long as you're not being a delinquent. I mean... Which is a challenge in which, itself. Which is a challenge in itself, not gonna lie. In a college environment when you can do whatever the fuck yeah. you want, then <laughs> yeah. it's hard not to be a delinquent. And you gotta you gotta you gotta learn to not be a delinquent. But yeah, that's I mean there's a learning curve. Freshman year is oh, always literally. wild. Literally the freshmen are always wild. It's gonna go down. Like I mean, like after coming from a, a program like we did where we didn't party, we just stuck we trust the process, all that stuff. To the T, and then getting exposed to just wild partying, like, yeah. you're gonna go off I, the bandwagon a little bit. I mean, the first party I ever went to was my visit. Mm-hmm. My official visit, and the, it was two nights, one or two nights, I don't remember, but yeah. I think it was two so, nights. You partied two nights in a row? Or you oh, just, yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah. On the, probably Friday. It was two nights, so I got there Friday. Friday and party Friday and Friday Saturday. night and then Saturday night, and then yeah. I left. My flight was, uh, at, like... 7 a.m. on oh, Sunday, so I had to leave campus, or whatever, I think it was 8 a.m., whatever time yeah. it was, I had to leave campus at 5.45 a.m. from, and it was, it's like, it was, this was in December, so it's yeah, like cold pitch out, black, yeah. cold as shit, and we get back to my host's room at 3 a.m., <laughs> yeah, I, got I got was two more hours so up. dead, I was <laughs> so dead, like, I... He hit the alarm, like, I I mean, I, like, was still drunk as I'm Oh, I bet, up. dude, I bet you're fucking wasted. <laughs> Is that the first time you've gotten drunk, too? Um, 
the night before. Was. Yeah, yeah. So and you I, were slosh, slosh. Yeah, You're like, ah, yeah. oh, shit. The yeah. night before was the first time. Actually, no. <laughs> I don't need. I think so, so. The Saturday night was the football formal. Okay. So, you know, do you guys have formals? Not really. Okay. So every team yeah. has a formal party where like you bring a date and you dress up Damn, and like the fancy, whole fancy. the team yeah. holds up like this big fancy party. That's and nice. It's usually one of the littest days of the year. It depends on everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and every team's like women's and men's soccer and, and mm. lacrosse, basketball, football, like everybody yeah, everything, has a formal. Yeah. So this my visit just happened to coincide with the formal. Oh boy. So I put on like the whatever nicest clothes I had yeah. and my my host got me a date that I like <laughs> legend. Yeah, like I didn't I mean I like, was like they, they're trying to get you to commit. They're like, like uh, hey there. I'm a recruit. Um, nice to meet you. <laughs> like oh, so that's funny. Yeah, I mean I didn't I, I didn't even I barely talked to her like Yeah, probably three words. Just like yeah. Oh. Hey. <laughs> it was one of those things. And yeah. She just wanted, and it's also exclusive. So, like, if you don't, yeah, yeah, she if you're not the date of somebody, you're not you getting come. in. Yeah, you're she wants to get in. in. So yeah. She wants to get in. So, and that's what a lot of people do. Is Go like, with the and once I, like, yeah. yeah, once I was there, like, a lot of people just have, like, five dates, and they bring, yeah. like, a group of girls. Uh huh. And, um, regardless, good times. Good times. The formal parties were, were always a lot of fun. That sounds like a good time. Yeah. Sounds Dress like up. a good time. Get your nice slacks spilled with beer and shit based. Yeah, so <laughs> I like. I'm, I'm now. I'm like sitting here trying to remember some of my formals and like you can't. <laughs> I can't slack out. <laughs> yeah. no, That's I, how I, I always go like way too hard. I bet on those nights. We had like end of the year banquets and shit like that for football. It wasn't really like okay. a formal or anything like that. There was like. You just sit at a table with your friends, listen to the coach bullshit, and just get fucked up after afterwards. A little bit, a little bit before, yeah. but that was like the first time I've ever gotten absolutely shit faced trashed was after my freshman year, like true freshman year. After that banquet, I mean, I was drinking before the banquet. Yeah, you got a pregame. I was drinking a little, pre-game. yeah, and so like that's when Wyoming was. That's when Wyoming was doing really well, and they were. Uh, like, I can't exactly remember what was going on, but I think it was for, like, one of the top positions in the conference in Mountain West, and we were watching that game and taking shots every time they scored, so I was a little bit turned. Sick. Yeah. That's cool. And then, so we go to the uh, the deal, and just kind of just, like, chilling, you know, whatever, whatnot, and uh, and then I get Scott Team Defensive Player of the Year nice. then, and then I'm like, all right, I've done my work, it's time to party now. Yeah. I drank... A full like pint of fireball like just down that hoe just like boom down and then that's the first time this is the first my first like experience with getting like blackout trash Ooh. drunk so <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on i i, I was not expecting that yeah. so i s- slammed that yeah. and then i had a bottle of absolute also and drink about half mixed half of that with some powerade drank that a bunch of shots who even knows but yeah that <laughs> end, that i ended that night like I passed out face first in the snow. I was puking out of a car, leaning out of a car, puking, got my face jammed in my own puke and (laughs) fell out of it into it and then hobbled back in the car, drove to campus to like some girl that was our friend brought like three of us back that were just destroyed that couldn't function any longer. Basically like just getting us out of there type thing, you know? And I just, as soon as I walk into a room, just face into the carpet, just boom out. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like just gone. Yeah, I remember 
so the first time that I like, ever got like truly blackout drunk yeah. was the the uh, and my mom was actually still in Worcester at yeah. this time. So when I first moved in, she flew out with uh, me to like help help me move in. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one of my roommates during the summer was a senior, so he took me to one of his friends off campus houses oh. and we were partying there. Yeah, so we were yeah. playing beer pong. And we, we won, and I was like pre-gaming and drinking before that, mm-hmm. and then we played beer pong, and I got three games, we went 3-0, and oh. and, but like, we're actually, like, when we play beer pong, like, you fill it up with beer, and you drink, drink beer it. out of the cup. I've never played it that way before. Yeah, so Always that's how we played in, in the East really? Coast all the time. Really? Yeah, so. Just put water, just put water in it, just take a drink of your beer in here. Yeah, yeah. So, but like, when you're drinking half a cup of beer, oh, every single cup, trash. and you play three games, trash. and we had like two overtime games, so we're, like, we're drinking our cups and like yeah really feeling it and then <laughs> i get back to the room and i don't i mean i don't really remember honestly what happened but like i just remember waking up the next morning and this is one of the most embarrassing moments of my life <laughs> at some point i guess i went to the bathroom and kind of like missed everything <laughs> so my roommates like shoved me awake at like 7 38 o'clock and i'm like bathroom and clean that shit oh up. no oh it was it was oh God. it was not pretty man. that's all i'm gonna say about that. you don't need any more details about it. it was not pretty oh dude i can imagine i can imagine and that is the fourth day i was there the fourth day yeah so that's how we started you're like all right this sounds gonna go so that's that's um, how i started my holy cross career was was four days in just getting sloshed just uh yeah, and then um, I didn't drink for a while after that. Yeah. I can imagine I've had that hung- that hangover had to have been rough. It I actually didn't get hungover. Really? I mean, within the like, I guess first hour or two I was, but I didn't get hangovers until um, the spring game. Really? My freshman year. That was the first hangover I ever got. Oh boy! And like... during the spring game, we have spring socials where every single position group has their own party pregame and then we like come together afterwards so yeah. usually it's the kickers quarterbacks or running backs yeah, yeah, yeah. do their own thing and because there's not enough of kickers like there's like four or five kickers yeah like, we're not gonna have our own thing so there goes quarterbacks there's like four or five quarterbacks there's like four or five running backs so, like, so you got like 16 20 yeah, people it's like a good it's yeah. like a good group um and we do our beer drinking games there and i i think we went to the bar afterwards um but i like i don't even remember I don't remember like, anything about that. I mean, I remember like playing the beer games and like like mm-hmm. the, the part like the dark like the pregame before that. But and this is just like memory loss, mm-hmm. I guess. But like the next day, the only time I left my bed was to go to the bathroom until Oof. five p.m. Oof, that one had to hurt, dude. All literally so all day, hard. and I didn't understand how to cure it. Yeah. And when you, if you're, if you drink the night before, you got to eat some food. Literally. You gotta literally. If you don't, you're, you're going to feel it. And you feel it so much harder. Pedialyte. If you don't. Pedialyte. That shit will cure your hangover real quick. Oh yeah. So I didn't, that was the first hangover I've ever gotten. And ever since then I've had hangovers. But before nice. that, Nothing. I mean the whole three quarters of my freshman year, I just didn't get hangover. It's a win. I don't understand why. And I would brag about it all the time. And then karma's, karma's like, psych, I don't <laughs> got your ass. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's funny, though. God. That reminds me. The first time, the only time I've ever passed out in public was after my freshman's... <laughs> this is like a ridiculous podcast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we 
just telling our fucked up stories. Hey, most people don't experience this crazy, kind of crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, but the only time I've ever passed out in public was, I mean, I've came close, but the only time I've actually been like blackout was at up the party after the spring game. I drank a ton and hit the face. The, that was the first time I puked up fireball and puking up fireball is oh. not fun, dude. It burns. Oh. It burns so bad. Well, then I kept drinking, oh. and then all I, all I remember is waking up the next day in the middle of the floor of the party, just laying there. <laughs> and I walked home. I just walked home. That was it. Smooth. Yeah, literally. Really smooth. Literally. They probably were having a party around my, like, corpse. Like, just laying on the fucking ground. <laughs> like, oh, Turbo, you good? Yeah, not really, but fuck him. <laughs> I swear, I went to Blue Mountain State. The place seems like it, bro. The place seems like it. I mean, that place, that show was pretty realistic. Oh, dude. For a lot of places. True that. True that. Very true. Except for the kicker. The kicker. The kicker in that show was not realistic. Dude's weird. Because kickers aren't. Well, kickers are weird. but Not like, that. Yeah, not that's, that that's levels. Like, he is, He's leveled up. He was the drug dude. Literally. For the whole team. Literally, he was the plug. That man was the plug. The drug plug. <laughs> he was the man. <laughs> I did love him. He was one of my favorite characters. Uh, did you see the movie? Yeah. When he has the gas yeah. and it's, isn't it like goat piss? Something. Papers yeah, something. something. <laughs> like, and Dad goes getting, on like, his vision quest. <laughs> Dude, my favorite scene in that whole movie is the lube room. Oh God. Where he's, <laughs> it's this room that's just covered in plastic, like plastic yeah. on the, like surface, whatever. Yeah. And there's like. 10 shirtless bimbos and Thad is tied with his from his hands to his ankles behind his back just bound and it's like they're spitting him on his chest like a top and there's just lube everywhere and he's he's just like spinning on the top oh god that was yeah. my favorite scene. that movie that whole that series of movie cracks me up it's funny as hell is it still on Netflix? I, I don't know. I haven't watched it. Like, the last time I watched Blue Mountain State was probably, like, my sophomore year. Yeah. My red shirt freshman me, year. But <clears throat> it's it's a quality show, it for sure. It is. It describes college football in a decent way. It's a, it little, it's a little over-portrayed, but... The fact that that was a powerhouse school yeah. is a little unrealistic. Well, highly unrealistic. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't know. Maybe well, Clemson, true, true. Maybe Clemson just throws absolute rage. Yeah, maybe Trevor that. Lawrence is shotgunning beers and throwing down. Who knows? I think uh, it's highly probable. It's probable. That dude can get away with anything. True. True that. Anything. 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 Do you see he got... He proposed to his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. My mom told me that. And she was like, ha, I knew some football news that you didn't. And I'm like, it's like, that's not, that's not really football news. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Either um, way, yeah. Shit, um, I'm just hoping we have a damn college football season this year. I... Fucking Corona. What that, the guy that we were uh, throwing footballs with yesterday. Nate? Yeah, he came up with the really, I don't know if he came up with this, but he um, an mentioned idea, this, an idea. idea is that teams play other teams multiple times That'd so like the ones Wyoming, that are close yes yeah, so like Wyoming play CSU Colorado State and two or three CU times maybe even it's not a conference but I mean it's I mean we could just I mean I would be fine throwing conferences out just throw con know? make it yeah, like just, local yeah, yeah. make it fun. local it'd be um, lit because at the end of the day, people just want football. Something. Man. I mean, we like, there's got to be some way we can. There has. I mean, we're got, we all know 
there's going to be some sort of football, but obviously there's going to be some sort of limitations. There yeah, I mean, there's going to be like, something. I mean, I can see, like, Russell Wilson testing positive week three. Yeah. And, I mean, like, he's got to take four weeks off or something. Yeah, and, that, like, and that's the thing is if we have a format where it's a little less, don't necessarily take it as seriously, not per se, because, like, if things like that happen, teams are screwed. Like, I mean, Russell Wilson tests positive yeah. for COVID. He's I not mean, playing. their season's done. Yeah, the dude's not playing for probably three weeks. Like, he's not. He's out. He can't. Even even if he could perform, they probably won't let him because no, of, of course the not. infection. Of course yeah. not. No, if you get tested positive, you're, you're yeah. out of the bubble. You're, you're in your own bubble. You're chilling. In your and you're, yeah. Have you seen the little, like, the stuff on Instagram, how they're saying they're going to make, like, visors for the your front of your, like, fa- your face mask? I'm like, no way, dog. No, no way. Uh, that would be so uncomfortably warm. Yeah, that's like the UFC thing when they've got the fighters when they square up the night before. Yeah, and they've got face masks yeah. on, even though they've already tested positive or tested li- negative. You're li- before you get there. Yeah, you have a mask on when you're there, and then you fight. Like you're not gonna. It you're fighting the yet. next day. Like, what is the face mask? Yeah, what's this? Do? What is this gonna do? Like, yeah, it's just for public no. image. But like, have you ever worn a visor before? No, they get toasty. Yeah, and the I don't... sun cooks. And, like, I've seen, like, my teammates would have visors, and they're, it's, like, super, like, dirty, and, like, fingerprints oh, yeah, are everywhere. As and, soon like, as you get see out as of As soon it. as you get hit. That's the thing is, as long as your visor's clear, I really like it. Like, it makes it so you don't get poked in the eyeballs, because yeah. yeah. I got that a few times. It makes it so you have, I mean, like, if you got a good visor, you can, it kind of makes your vision a little bit clearer. Helps with the sun a, a little bit, I guess. I mean, it's clear. If you get still. a tint, it would help. I mean, yeah, I've never had a tinted one, but just with a clear one, you yeah. can tell, like, a little bit of a difference with it. Yeah. But, I don't know, I kind of like it. It makes it feel like you're, like, in your own little world, per se. You put that helmet on with a visor on, you're like, ah, shit, got my helmet, got my thing on, I'm ready to rock. Yeah. But, um, one of the things that our coaches would tell us is, or, Harshman. This yeah. is one of Harshman's things. As soon as you snap that chin strap, you're going. Literally. You know? Yeah, it's just so, like you're putting your armor on. It's exactly like, Throw that helmet on, you're like, oh, <laughs> shit, we're ready to ball. My favorite, one of my, there's a lot of things yeah. I loved about high school. Yeah, football. same. <laughs> one, of our, one of the things we did was before we walked out, um, before games, we'd all line up, ready to go, ready to walk out, and uh, one of the captains or harshmen, whoever it was, would say, three, two, one, click. <laughs> and every cool single place. player in the locker room would click their snap, exactly. their, their chin oh. straps, or their helmet, and it, like, gave me chills. Instantly. Every just time, instantly. Like, I'm ready to go to Oh, dude, that was like, I'm ready to kill people type shit. Like, that was, oh. yeah. High, high school. High school football is a whole nother level. At least what we experienced was a whole nother yeah. level of fun. And that was one of the difference, big differences between college football. Is like we came from Top. A plus plus. You're gonna win high school football yeah. program, and it's not about you're gonna win. It's just the program, the yeah. culture, all the coaches, all the players around. Well, it's an you. expectation that you're. That's the thing is, it's the expectation that you're gonna perform to win. You're I mean, and you're performing to yeah. win, but you're playing to win. You're playing yeah. as hard as like. I don't know how we did it, but when no you go to college, yeah. you know, and this is this is my perspective on it. You have a mm-hmm. very different one than I did, obviously, mm-hmm. but, um, <clears throat> and we did have a lot of players that came from championship caliber teams. Wait, like yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. one of the things our coach uh, before we won the championship this year, and one of the things he said like halfway through the season is like, all right, who here has won a championship? And yeah. like 10, 15 players won championships yeah. in high school. You know, so. You when you play for a championship program, it it's just I don't know how, I don't know how to describe it like it, you're bought in like you're I, bought in like you're fully bought the in. The thing That's is with the NCAA is like 
we had like little papers on the wall and shit that said exactly what we're going to do to the fucking T of itinerary, like everything, practice this dot, dot, dot. Like that's how it has to be to win. You have to be focused in the current present moment. Like, cause a lot of teams, I mean, like some of the people I've heard say with on our team and whatnot would get like carried away about talking about, Oh, we're going to win a ring. Like, Oh, we're going to do this. Like all that. Like when you're focusing that far ahead, you're not focusing on the future. The future, the future is the greatest gift. The present is the greatest gift we have. It gives us the ability to create the future. Because if we dial it in in the present and work hard now, then in the future it'll pay off. Yeah. You know, you yeah. just gotta buy into the present. Yeah, man. Uh, that's that's all it is, man. If you can't, you can't just say. I'm, <laughs> this is actually hilarious. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that, like, I remember during the freshman workouts in the summer before our freshman year, yeah, we were talking, like, dude, we're going to win the championship. Senior like, year? We're going to be... Or, or you're talking college, college. college. yeah. Like, talking with my teammates and yeah. my fellow freshman classmates, like, we're going to be the, the, the class that, like, wins the championship. Yeah. We're going to do it. And for three years, I didn't believe it for a second. And then mm-hmm. we ended up doing it, which was, I mean... Unbelievable experience. Yeah, I'd be insane. So, so I'm amazing, trying to get that. You know, it's the it's the goal. It's it's the goal, man. But it takes one of the things, and I've so I've been a part of the championship program mm-hmm. culture, and then when I went to um, Holy Cross freshman sophomore year, it was not that at all. It, like it, it like nobody cared. Like every single class, like the seniors were like done, like ready mm-hmm. to be done with football. Like they hated it. They were just doing it because they were just doing it. Do it yeah, they, you know, they weren't doing it to win. We were a 500 program for like Ugh. 20 years um, or 10 years before that. Um, the last championship we'd won was 2009. Before that, it was 92. 10 years ago before you won it? So it was 2009 and then it was 92. Ooh. So we had, we, I mean, we were not that program, you know, mm-hmm. and Chesney comes in and builds the program and now that's where we are. Like, so, I've, so I've been a part of the championship culture mm-hmm. in high school and then the losing culture and then I've been a part of the rebuild. Mm. And then you get to the winning. And there's a lot that, I mean, I took away from that, but one of the biggest things is actually, there's a difference between saying you're bought in and actually being bought in. Literally. And the difference is every small thing matters. So if you like leaving, like one of the things that our coaches egged on us in high school is never have your helmet on the ground. Yeah. Um, like crown of the helmet on the ground. Yeah. You never do that top, because yeah. like the top, like where it's upside yeah. down because like somebody steps on that and bring ankles ankle or whatever. But like, yeah. there's like certain rules that everybody unconsciously follows and you don't need to, you don't really need to discipline it because it's a part of the culture mm-hmm. you know the culture set where you do the right thing every single time and nobody needs to tell you to do the right thing true shit and that's being bought in yeah that's being doing it without in. having to be told to do it yeah in high school in, in freshman and sophomore year of college it was it wasn't that at all you know that was the specific example from high school but i mean our coach fought the players and I, I mean, I can you imagine Harshman fighting one of our players? Yeah, like, I can't imagine that. No, that just would never happen. No winning program it has a coach has a coach that fights players. Literally. If they do, that coach is the bad apple. Yeah, and he's you gone. need to get him the fuck he's out. Gone, gone. Yeah. So, <sighs> high school football was the best time of my life. Our senior year, so fun. Twenty fifteen, 
2014 was fun too. Both of those two were a good time. Yeah, but uh, I mean, 2015 was obviously just more special. Yeah, like, we, we, we were senior, undefeated. Yeah, our junior year. Yeah, state champs, but. I miss I miss it every day, dude. Going yeah. back to the field for the first time in two years. So lit. I hadn't been back there in two years, man. Like seeing it, it really it's weird. It's a weird feeling. Like going out there, you're just like now for me it's almost like change. It's just it's more like I remember that it went down there, but yeah. it's more of like I don't know how to describe it. It's 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 an yeah. interesting feeling going back. It's not like this you don't get the same feeling, it's just like a huh. Okay, it's like nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia. Yeah, like yeah. When, when when I was walking on the field, what I do every single time I walk on that field is, man, like this was the field. It happened. Here. Literally, it happened right where I'm. That's standing. the only field I think about things like that too. Yeah, like it, it happened right. Yeah. And we so one of the things we've got is I posted this on my Snapchat story, and I'll pull it up and read it um, from you guys. Where you guys at? <clears throat> There's a rock that is right at the entrance from the locker room to the field, and you walk out of the locker room and you walk past this little hallway, like out, outdoor hallway, and then you pass by this rock, and then you get a walk on the field. And this rock says, "Not victory, but the action." Not, not sorry, scratch that. Not the victory, but the action. Not the goal, but the game. Generosity, fairness, courage, integrity, honor. In these are the true awards in the deed of glory. Some true shit. You gotta touch that and rock. There's an NC insignia at the top, and every single player, as he crosses it, give that, give that a little touch. Give it a little smack. Literally, regardless if you're current, past, print, whatever. You gotta touch is, that motherfucker. And then in the locker room, too, it has play like yeah, a Mustang above today, the door. And you smack, smack that, it. you know? But what that does is it reminds that. you about what the culture stands for. It reminds mm-hmm. you why you're doing this not just for your own personal benefit of playing the sport but the team's goals the team's success the the values that you fight for on the field mm-hmm. because i mean i felt like as an nc football player i wasn't just an NC, i wasn't just playing football like i was an nc there's a meaning player. to that like it's there's meaning to it yeah just growing up i mean like it wasn't like oh i want to go to k-dub and play football hell no dog <laughs> like i remember watching <laughs> fuck k-dub oh god but like watching like nc football games and shit like it was like i want to play for nc like i want to do like this kind of thing i want to yeah. be able to be the dude that's out there like doing that you know yeah and then once you like get around it when you're a freshman and whatnot, and just seeing like the culture, like you get, you're like you're like amazed by it. Like, yeah, you're like damn, this is legit. Yeah, and you got the seniors that set the example. Yeah, the juniors set the example. They really do. And and like our true leaders, leaders, and and obviously every single class is different. Mm-hmm. Like when we were, we met the coaches and, and talked to them last night. Yeah, and was that yesterday? It was last yeah, night. Yeah, yesterday. and yeah. one of the things that they said was. I don't mean to badmouth anybody, but yeah, the, we don't even know. One of the, we don't even know who they are. We don't know who they are. So, like one of the <laughs> one of the most recent classes that came through, since their freshman year, they were infighting, and they couldn't get along, and they'd quit, and they'd get kicked off, and then we didn't have enough seniors, so they had to get brought back on or whatever it was. And by the end of the year, like, okay, we're ready to win because because we're, we're NC, we're NC, and we're gonna we're win. Gonna win. It's like, that's no, not no, how it works. Like, that's you not gotta, how... like. Uh, day one, you gotta be bought in. Day one, you gotta be. Day one. Day one, you gotta. When be... you're going from eighth grade, walking on there for spring football, you check in, like you're in, like then you're like I'm in, bought in type of shit. You gotta be all. Yeah, in. and 
our class was really special. Bro, we were all the fucking. I I I loved our class, man. Literally, we were dude. The... We were. Did, I don't know if you've seen it, but on the website that they have, Harshman, I I believe it was him. I think I'm not sure, but there's like a description of each year per or not necessarily a description, just like some little some words about the season and yeah. whatnot. And all of them, it's just a, a a day or the year, except ours. It says ours, and then in parentheses, it says the battling boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember that? Yeah, dude, we fought. Man. Fought. God, we fought. Games were close as hell. Every the... single oh. game, we fought. came down to the line. Every time, came down to the line. I'm looking that up. Yeah, uh, that's pretty legit. That's pretty legit. Is it on a? I'm not sure where it was. I think it has to be like records and records and seasons or something. I don't know. Some some something like that. Some tab like that to click on. Hmm. I'm on the NC uh, varsity football. Oh, that here. looks a little different since last time I've been on there. Yeah, I'm sure they've updated everything. There um, we go. Yeah, Here's the football sure. page. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the one. Um, what was that other page? Records on? and season best. I think it was that. Try it. Um, I think it was that Records one. and season best. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, it has to be. Because he would goes like all the way back to like 1800s on that one. I wonder Damn if there's it. any kicking records for me on. Oh, oh, no, it's Cody Vollmer. Never mind. Damn. Was it return? It's overall record. For returns? 78 yards versus Laramie. 2011. Longest run from scrimmage. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's rushing, passing. Stuff. I'm about to brag. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I yeah, I bet, you, I bet you. Of course, you have to be. Kicking. Have to be kicking. Longest punt game. Logan has nope. that. Harrison Talbert actually has 56 yards. Dude, that dude is... How old is that? It was like 1970? Harrison Talbert? Yeah. He's the... Oh, he's, he's the Lauren's senior. little sister. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. The, I thought he was... The, because I remember on there, there's some old one, old tower on there. This from way back, way long time ago that had some records on there. Okay. So, um, for the longest punt overall just logan wilson 75 yards i remember that i think um is number one number three logan wilson 70 yards number four logan wilson 69 yards josh flanagan's on west richner 863 yards oh yeah he punted i forgot about that <laughs> dude he would either shank it negative 10 hit or miss or 70 yards like yeah it's bombs. hit or miss he, um, he was powering through though as you can tell i'm number eight on um, overall punt average hmm. 40.4 yards which is decent my average this year was like a 40 um like a high 42 I think but kickoff average oh, yeah, um, 60.9 number one yeah that's what's up that's what's up no, um, you have the longest field longest goal field goal number one Cody Wilkinson 57 yards number two Cody Wilkinson 56 yards Number five, Cody Wilkinson, 52 yards. Number six, Cody Wilkinson, twice, 51 yards. 51, two 51s. <laughs> Number seven, Cody Wilkinson, 50. Um, That's smooth. Yeah, man. I, I crushed my kicking game that year. Yeah, you did. That was all junior year. Yeah, you did. Yeah, those ones, you sent them. I remember you just sent them. Uh, yeah, man. It's, it's good stuff. Delivered. Uh, Oh yeah, so. the thing. Look for the look for the Yeah yeah yeah. Sorry. I got a text from you. Sorry. Someone's calling me right now. Um why don't you look for it? Yeah, I got you. The battling boys.
stats and results, I want to say, is what it was. Yeah, stats and results. <sighs> so, high school football, again, man. Best memories of my life. And I and it is it is the culture, you know? You think, like, Sh- Cheyenne South players, like, remember, <laughs> like, <laughs> remember it like we do, you they know? They probably remember getting whacked 60 to nothing <laughs> by us. That's probably what they remember, they're not going to lie. I remember I our game, part of that shit. Hell our man. year, we beat them 40 to 8. It was 40 to 8 our senior year. I didn't even play that game, I was concussed. Yeah. You've been concussed a lot. Yeah, I've been concussed a lot. Oh, it was win-loss history is what it was. Okay. Um, and I need it, to see this, yeah. It goes, it starts from 1908. That's how, so yeah, NC was founded, record. I think, 1895 or 1892 something. or something. The first record of football was uh, 1908. Okay. Yeah. We have the second oldest um, junior ROTC program in the country. First lighted high school football game in America, too. Sweet. We were also the first AstroTurf field in the really? state. Nice. Before University of Wyoming. Yeah, dude. So all these, it just says the date. Here, I'll scroll down to more current times, so 1900s. <laughs> but, so it just goes, like, name, it's or the the date, like, so for example, 2012, 2012, 12-0, Coach Steve Harshman. Then it says conference and state champs, first team in Wyoming to win 12 games in a season. Yep. Then 13, it just goes 8-4, and four, Steve Harshman. 2013 is a story in and of yeah, itself. It, yeah, it goes beautiful. He put beautiful story on the side right there. Mm-hmm. And then 2014, conference state champs, second team to win. Uh, yeah, and then 2015, obviously goes 8-3, and three, Coach Harsh, Steve Co- Coach Steve Harshman, then the Battling Boys. That's oh, that's it. See, the none, none, just that's it. The Battling Boys. <laughs> Straight dog yeah. fights. We we had such dog fights, dude. But the uh, oh, it was brutal. The beautiful story um, from 2013 is is insane. So we had just come off um, undefeated state champs, 12 yeah. first team to win 12 games because they just added a new team. Graduated a shitload of seniors. Graduated all the seniors, and we lost to um, we lost to Cheyenne East in triple overtime. <clears throat> we lost to Gillette. In overtime, mm. and we lost to Kelly Walsh in overtime. I remember that one. That and was, then, oh, dude, that was that was that was so. Even played, I was pissed. That was a Saturday morning game because yeah, there was a two it, the foot snow, snowfall, and then they had like banks of snow packed up around the side yeah, of the field. That was an awesome experience. Yeah. But and then and we got to the playoffs. Yeah. So we lost to Cheyenne East, Gillette, and Kelly Walsh. And pulled it around. And yeah. then we played in the playoffs: Kelly Walsh, Gillette, Cheyenne East, and we made it to the. To the state championship game yep. at University of Wyoming Stadium. Yeah, Plain East. And we lost 14 to 13, a one point <sighs> game. So we lost f- um, four games Total. by four points. Four games by four, four points. Four points. Damn. Um, no, hold, so one point. Total. Yeah. One point. And where, where's Kelly Waller? One point. Okay, it was one point. One point. Yeah, they're all one point missed. Total. And all of them were from missed PATs in overtime. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! If I was a kicker, bro, it's a state championship. We especially, were, we would be, especially in the state championship game, though. That one. Yeah. So this is a story. This is a story. So. <laughs> oh, that's. Logan Wilson, who got drafted in the first round of the third, third first round, pick of the first, first round yeah. to Bengals. the Cincinnati Bengals, he played for Wyoming, four-year starter, Linebacker. freshman, All-American, a phenomenal athlete. He was a two-way starter 
This was his junior year. Yeah, playing receiver and corner, right? Receiver and corner and yeah. probably a bunch of other stuff. And he was the kicker and punter. So basically everything. So he did everything. Yeah. And comes down he's to the yeah, and he's like completely exhausted. Oh yeah, like playing four five, last always yeah last five minutes of the fourth quarter, and we get this crazy turnover. Like oh my god. And we get a field goal, and he kicks it right over the uprights. And he his kicks were really high. Yeah, they were. They were really high. It was high. weird. He kicked in a strange way. Yeah. Yeah. So when the refs would stand underneath the goalpost, they'd see the ball, and it'd go right over the goalposts. And you can't. And you and when it goes right over, it's and it's good. too high, then it, it would have hit the post. So yeah, it's, it's counted as a miss. Yeah. And they, they counted as a miss. And then, like, oh, man, like, I thought that was good. Like, okay, whatever. Like, it's kind of up for debate, you know? Yeah. Right over the up. I mean, yeah, they ain't got no video. Yeah. There's and no... there's no, like, video evidence for it. It's just a high school game. So, and then we get another turnover. Or Crazy. Whatever, whatever yeah, turnover. Like, the situation was. Got the ball back. Got the ball Pretty back. close to the goal line, too, I think. Yeah. Pretty, pretty close. Yeah. And so we had another opportunity, and they stuffed us, but we kicked another field goal, and the same thing happened directly over the upright. It was a pick six is how they end. Or not pick six, but a pick. Remember, that's how they ended. And end. they picked it. Yeah. So the last, we, we ended up getting the ball somehow back again. Somehow again on another turnover. Yeah. And then... And then they picked it off. And that was... There was, two, there was more than enough time left in the game. Yeah, this like is what is ridiculous left. about it. Yeah. All right? We're playing at a college stadium. Yeah. The goalposts are three feet narrower on each side of yeah. college, college goalposts yeah. versus high school goalposts. And this is a high school game. So mm-hmm. technically... Both of those field goals were would good. Would have been made if and it they was would have been good. Post, yeah. So after that, Coach Harshman I bet he was freaked oh, out. He was so pissed. He freaked out, and we and ever since then they, they bring in like um, an extra set of posts to give high school to measurements. To give the length, yeah, yeah. And we would have been first of all, we would have been three times. And the pressure would have been on us. We would have had a three-peat <laughs> state championship run, <laughs> and we would have. I mean, we would have had, we would have lost to this team, lost to that team, lost to that team, yeah. and then beat, beat that them team, beat that team, beat this tour team. Type shit. Revenge tour, bro. Yeah. And I w- I've been telling everybody this. Like, if that actually, if we won that Pulled game, that, off, yeah. that is an ESPN, like, Literally. 30 for 30 story. Like, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Oh, man. I, you can can see, you imagine, though, the pressure we would have had on our houses after they winning three years in a row? Yeah. Um, there was, I mean, there was already a ton of pressure sure, on us because we were 12 and 0, yeah. 12 and 0 state champs. And we were, there was like some asshole wrote an article before the season and projected us to win like two games. What? Yeah. I didn't see that. You don't remember that? No. Yeah. What a dick. <laughs> like complete bullshit. So it's like, yeah, we're going to win two games. All right, bud. So, uh, we ended up going eight and three our senior year. <sighs> And uh, we only lost to Sheridan Gillette, and those are the two teams that ended up playing in the and state, state champ. Yeah. And uh, we went to that game. That was we fun. We did. That was fun. That was fun. Driving down that the road to Laramie. Yeah. Going. Slightly um, over the speed limit. A little fast. Slightly. Not too bad. Sorry, Mom. Yeah. Sorry, Mom, um, too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I mean, we were we were sitting in the Sheridan student section, hyping it up. Because Gillette, Sheridan's lit. Fuck Gillette. Like, Sheridan's yeah, fun. <laughs> yeah. We hate Gillette. Sheridan um, people are fun. Yeah, it was a good time. That was. They were talking a lot of shit. They were dude. talking a lot of shit. <laughs> Sheridan's a lot closer to Gillette than we oh, are. Oh, way so closer. I think yeah. the rivalry is a that. lot more. Oh, you're it's way. Like, is it, it's like another oil-based rivalry. But they mm-hmm. have like a specific. It's a. It's the fuck. What's it called? It's something. The. For reference, NC versus K-Dub is called the Oil Bowl. Yeah, and the Trumpy's like an oil barrel. But theirs is called like, oh, what is it? 
don't know. You remember our little bowl? <laughs> Sick. 20 to 14. Sick. <laughs> and uh, there was two games our senior year where my field goals made the difference yeah. in the game. It was Rock Springs and Kelly Walsh. No, I played versus South. I didn't play versus Rock Springs. Take that back. I was con- I remember now. I was concussed versus Rock Springs. I okay. forgot they even existed. <laughs> yeah, man. The Rock Springs game was rough. I had like 18 tackles. Damn, in, I, I, I would have gotten on that too. Caleb had like 22 tackles. <laughs> we were both, we were the DNs, and they had a... They had one of those old school wing formations where you have all 11 players in a box. Just in the box, yeah. And there's two tight ends, wing backs, a running running back, and a quarterback. And everyone's in the box. So my job was to, as a D-end, to take the lead blocker out or chase. Because they did these sweeps and crazy crazy misdirection three handoffs. old school football. Super old school. So old school. Playing D-end was the funnest position. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I was in on, I would either stuff the blocking scheme, uh, and then or just, I would make the tackle because like our our guys would maintain contain on the outside, and mm-hmm. I'd chase him down from behind, and like, so what I so how why Caleb Caleb had why he had so many tackles that game was because I would stuff the Hit outside, the block, yeah, I'd take the blocking scheme and, and then I and then I and then I um. Contain the outside, so I would just run them to the sidelines, and yep. Caleb would just chase them like they're looking for holes to go through, and they just get tackled from behind. Mm-hmm. God, yeah, I wish I would have played. Game. I would have balled out that game too. That's yeah. right into my style of play. Exactly. Uh, but I was concussed as shit. <laughs> that was one of the worst ones I've ever had. What was? Oh, that was a rough one. So we were. It was after we played Sheridan the first time. Oh, I yeah. was running down on kickoff, and some dickhead. You kicked it through the end zone, and I'm jogging. Just minding my, yeah. minding my own business, dog. Yeah. Minding my own business. This kid spears me in the back of the head, and I can f- obviously, you know, a concussion is your brain hitting your wall, your, your skull. So like, I feel, Dum! and then my vision's all dicked up in my left eye. I want to say it was, and so it hit you on the right side. Yeah, I couldn't see, like straight up, Jeez. I couldn't see out of my left eye at halftime, and I kept playing because I'm like, I. I'm just like fuck it. This we're, was playing, Sheridan, we're playing Sheridan. I'm not coming out of the game. Yeah. Like I'm gonna yeah. play this whole game. Ugh. I remember the running back coming through the hole one time, and I legitimately couldn't see where he was because this was not there. The vision was not there, and he was on my left side. So I just kind of like whiffed the tackle and just kind of threw my body in the way. But it was That's really bad. Oh, dude, I guarantee you gave me some brain damage. It was a horrible dude. I felt the next day my head was just like, <laughs> probably the worst concussion I've got. That one. That one was the. That was definitely the worst one. Yeah. The only two concussions I've ever had diagnosed. I mean, I'm yeah. sure I've had plenty. A few, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't even want to know. I mean, I'm diagnosed. Yeah. Um, the first one was skiing. Ooh. And uh, I don't need the backstory for this, but basically I was hauling ass down the cat track trying to get to the lift faster. And my outside, like my, my, the outside edge of my ski yeah. caught. So oh, you, you caught an edge is what it's called. Yeah. And, so what happens is you're going down, and when you catch an edge, then your ski, like, e- like it does what it's designed to do when it's yeah. on the edge, which is turn. Mm-hmm. So my ski just, like, whipped out from under me, and it caught my other leg, and it flipped me literally upside down. Ooh. And it whiplashed my back, the back of my head on Ooh. the snow. And this is, like, a hard-packed... Um, yeah, straight ice. Uh, straight ice, like, uh, cat track. And when I, like, all the... There was some, like, random coach that came to, like, see if I was okay. And there was a crater where my head hit the snow. Damn. And uh, 
they toboggan me down the hill yeah. into, into like the ski patrol people and, and this is my own fault but either way like when I was a kid and I'm wearing ski boots like racing boots are even tighter and smaller yeah. than normal boots and my feet would just get cold so I told them hey I can't feel my feet because my, <laughs> because my feet are cold can you take my boots off for me and then like, oh you can't feel your feet Oh my Neck god! Brace. Okay, let's go. We're taking you. To, we call. They called an ambulance, and they drove me oh down to my. Portland, Oregon, from Mount Hood, which was a forty-five minute ambulance ride. And then I spent <coughs> like five <coughs> hours at the hospital. I got a CAT scan and X-rays, and like they did the whole workup for like <laughs> nerve damage, and I was totally fine. It was just like a minor concussion. That's yeah. all it was. Yeah. And my parents get a call from one of the parents who was there because my parents didn't come. Yeah. But there was like some parent chaperone with yeah. us, and. Uh, they get a call like, hey, um, Cody's in an ambulance going to the hospital, but he's fine. And that's it. <laughs> that's like, that's the end of the phone call. So they're like, uh, okay, he's like freaking out for like six hours, like not knowing if his son yeah. is going to live or not. Yeah. And uh, totally that's unnecessary. Funny. Totally unnecessary. You know? That's but, uh, funny though. Yeah, good story. Yeah, it is a good story. And my second concussion was our sophomore year. On summer camp at Mesa, Oof. this was that place is hot. Yeah, dude. Especially hot. in like peak, like hot July. Hot. Yeah, dude. Mesa's oh. the cut. That place is the trenches. Yeah, fall camp. I can't imagine. I mean, like obviously you get through it, but playing football there in the summer has to yeah. be cooking. Yeah, dude. And uh, we were. It was the first afternoon we were there. So we get there in the morning. Yeah. We play scrimmages in the afternoon. Yeah. And we're running this that. this sweep route. So as a tight end, my job was to like the route I was running earlier. Mm -hmm. You you uh, chop down on the D end, and then you run at like two yards straight to the sidelines, and it's so, like a levels play. Yeah. For boot. So our quarterback, I think it was Matt. You bastard. He threw it a little high, so I like jumped up and fingertip catch it at yeah. the peak of my jump, and some kid just takes my <laughs> ankles out from under me, and I land on the back of my head. I'm like the top, of my, like just like, yeah. upside down yeah. crown on my head. And this was the first afternoon we were there, and like the second game we played, Congrats. and I was gone for the whole whole camp. Yeah, yeah. I missed the whole thing. Damn, it sucked. But you remember that same camp? Like twelve people got stuck in the elevator. On their uh, yeah. way to practice, and they had like all of their gear on, like ready to go. Yeah. And they got stuck in the elevator. That had been shitty. Yeah. Was Brody was a part of that. <laughs> Imagine Brody being stuck in an elevator. That massive big ass. Was... Yeah. Oh, that had to be rough. Yeah. But all camps are fun. They were the a lot of fun. The one at BH right? was so much fun. The one our senior year at BH and senior year yeah. in Wyoming, so much fun. The Wyoming one, so the one that you, me, and Matt went to. That one, the individual one was yeah, lit. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I balled out that one too, that was yeah. fun. I did a, we waited like three hours after the whole game was done to, to do kicking stuff for me. And like, and he never showed up. No, he did, but it took him like, oh, yeah, it but was it was supposed it, to be It was supposed coach. to be bowl, yeah, and yeah. then the assistant dude. Some like up. random assistant dude. And we waited for it. We were throwing rocks at him. <laughs> that was so annoying. It kind of pissed me off too, because like I'm trying to get recruited, and dudes and like taking his sweet ass time, didn't care. I'm like, okay. At that point, I was like, I'm just doing this to do it. Like, yeah, we're already here. Might we've been, we've waited this long. We might as well follow through with it. I didn't want to go to UW anyways. Yeah, I mean, like it would be cool and all to play for the home state and whatnot, but I'm not trying to live in. And our, I think it was our sophomore year. There, they had like a huge kicker problem where their their kicker missed like three, four, five. Absolute trash. Yeah, terrible. I mean, I could have won that job. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And I could have also trained with the guy I was I was training with in Colorado. So mm-hmm. when I went to the East Coast, I lost like your training trainer guy yeah. I was with. And I true. I mean, for my like kicking career, I I definitely would have been better at like Colorado School Mines mm-hmm. or some like with your boy, yeah, Colorado or Wyoming, Colorado. University of Wyoming, School somewhere right near, yeah. Because, um, after I left, like I was on my own. Mm-hmm. I like I was basically my own coach. And I had I had a really extensive knowledge of kicking game, mm-hmm. but there's only so much you can do by yourself, you know. Literally, something. So, yeah, I feel it. I mean, and as an upperclassman, I was the coach for the younger guys, and I was constantly working on like trying to like, yeah, help coach them out, up and help yeah. them out and stuff. Yeah, that had to be and, interesting. But it's also a different dynamic when you're a player trying to coach player. your fellow players. Yeah, a lot different dynamic. You know, and. And, and if you don't command, like, a certain respect, like, and if you're not good enough... Yeah, you have to have, like, you have to demand a little bit of respect right there, you know? Yeah, and they're not gonna want to listen to you. If you can't, like, I mean, drill them, yeah. It's like your peers telling you what to do. Yeah. You don't, like, what do you, like, you're my age, what are you yeah, talking about? Like, you, don't try to tell them what to do, like, mm-hmm. you don't have any authority over me, you know? So, yeah, yeah, I don't know what that was about, but... I don't know. We didn't even get into the Buddhist stuff, dude. Shit, we didn't. <laughs> We're already an hour and ten minutes into this. <laughs> um, uh, but I don't even know how to get into that. How to get into that. Okay, how about you? I'm just going to ask you this question. Yeah, okay? just ask some questions. I'll, I'll play question and answer. Got you. How did you first get involved with Buddhism? First get What was, like, involved. tell me the first thing that, like, oh, my God, Buddhism. I'm going to start meditating. Mm-hmm.